Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. I'm really excited that you guys are here for this week's Wellness Wednesday episode because this one is super relevant to every healthcare worker that is in the universe, and it is about energy. So let's talk about how to feel more energized, and let's talk about how to do that without more caffeine. Now, don't get me wrong. I like caffeine just as much as any other nurse, but I've also come to realize that it's not always the answer. More caffeine does not always make you feel better. I definitely succumb to the trend in nursing to just consume more caffeine when I first started, especially on night shift. Sometimes it's like, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this without this caffeine. And that might be true sometimes. So I am not here to tell you to stop consuming any caffeine and swear off of coffee and the answer is just eat vegetables for the rest of your life. That is never going to be what I preach to you. But I want to talk about important things that we need to remember that pertain to our energy because I think we always turn to caffeine. When we are tired, we don't think about why we're tired. We just drink more coffee or have another energy drink. When there are other things that we could be doing to improve our energy every single day rather than just consuming more caffeine. Because at some point, that level of caffeine becomes somewhat unsafe, especially for some of us. And I know for me, as someone who has struggled with depression and anxiety and stress and burnout, caffeine can contribute to those problems a lot more than it helps. I am also the type that I have always drank a bunch of caffeine and said, you know, I don't feel like it really helps me that much, but I still continued to do it. And I'm sure some of you can relate to that. It sounds kind of funny, but I, I've always consumed a lot. I've had energy drinks and coffee, even though I hate coffee, a ton of tea. I've drank a bunch of caffeine or consumed a bunch of caffeine in different forms thinking it's going to help. But at the end of the day, I know that it doesn't. And now as I get more in tune with my body and understanding how I'm feeling, I realize now that when I consume a lot of caffeine, I just get more anxious. And I think I was anxious before and I just assumed that that was just my normal state when sometimes the caffeine was just exacerbating it. And this might be true for you too. Caffeine is certainly not something that drastically improves our mood. It just gives us the idea that we have more energy. And it does so by doing things like increasing your heart rate, increasing cortisol. It makes you think that you have more energy, but that energy doesn't tend to last. Just when you're just consuming caffeine, that is not the answer to long-term energy. So again, not here to bash caffeine. Have your coffee. Enjoy the things that you enjoy. But let's talk about some things that you could be adding to your routine 
that will improve your energy as well. We are all about adding and not always just subtracting. I think the, the answer is always, what do you take away? I think we turn to restriction and elimination when the answer should be, what could we add? And eventually you might crowd out some of that caffeine consumption. But in the meantime, I want you to think about what you can add to your routine to give you more energy throughout the day. So let's talk about five quick things that you can add into your routine this week to improve your energy. We will, of course, continue to talk about this topic and we'll talk about foods that will help with energy production and other sources as well. Energy is huge with for nurses and healthcare workers. So don't think that this is going to be the only episode, but let's start here. Five easy things that I want you to add this week that'll help you have more energy. So number one is movement. It's, I mean, honestly, half the time, always the answer around here. And as I said that statement, it made me think of the Anchorman scene. If you don't know Anchorman, don't worry about it. But if you do, it's the classic 60% of the time it works every time. Me saying that half the time it works always <laughs> is literally that scene. So what I mean is movement is so helpful for so many reasons and so many things. It helps with digestion. It helps with energy. It helps with sleep. It helps with body confidence, literally everything. I I'm always going to be an advocate for movement. And don't think that when I say that movement is going to give you more energy, that I am telling you to go spend an hour and a half in the gym every single day. Please don't do that. That is not the answer. Honestly, that's probably going to hinder you more than it helps you in some ways because of things like cortisol and the stress response. But a little movement goes a long way in terms of your energy. So this is as simple as if you are on shift today, and you get a slump at noon or midnight, depending on when you were working, ask for a five minute break to say, hey, can you watch my patients really quick? I'm just going to uh, take a break really, really fast. Five minutes. Go walk around the hospital. Go into the break room. I know it sounds like a weirdo thing to do. I don't care. Go in the bathroom if you want to be private. Do a set of squats. Do jumping jacks. Dance around. I don't care how you move but moving in any capacity improves your energy. One of my favorite things to do that is the most ridiculous thing, and my husband now will look at me and tell me I need to do the arm thing (laughs) when I am feeling kind of low or low energy or just in a funk even, is (laughs) I literally just like pump my arms in the air. It sounds like a psychotic thing to do, but if you're just sitting in your car or if you're in the bathroom, I'm telling you, put your arms like you're going to do a bicep curl in front of your face and then just like <laughs> pump them up and down. And it, I'm telling you, it changes your mood. Part of it is probably because you feel so ridiculous that it just makes you laugh and that gives you more energy. But just try it. Just swing your arms around, be a psycho, move, and you will feel better. And this is something you can do all the time. You can periodically take a break and just like move around, put a song on you like and dance. Do this on your days off. Moving in general is going to help. And I know this is not what you want to hear. I know that you see a topic like tips for more energy without caffeine and you're like, ooh, she's going to tell me the magic answer to more energy. And that's not what we're here for. I know you don't want to hear me say that you need to move and eat and all these basic things. But I think we need the reminder sometimes. I don't have a quick fix. I don't have the magic pill. But I do have things that I know will help you feel better. So try these out. Very simple. Try some movement this week. 
simple hack. And I know as nurses, we move around a lot already, but it's not always intentional movement. So that difference goes a long way. And this is also if you just are someone who likes to exercise, this can also just be making sure that you prioritize that exercise routine for yourself. So I know for me, what got me through night shift was that I prioritize movement and exercise before my shift. And that sounds impossible to some. And maybe you are an after work exerciser. But I know for me, I would prioritize the gym or some form of movement, run something quick before my shift. And I always went in more confident and happier and with more energy than when I went to the workout originally. Because when I go, I don't necessarily always want to be there. But once I leave, I've I've accomplished something. I've already proven to myself that I can do hard things. So when I step on the floor of the ICU as a new grad, I have more confidence than when I started. So little pieces like that can go a long way. So number one is movement. Number two is probably going to annoy the crap out of you as well, but it is do not skip breakfast in any capacity. So don't skip meals in general and don't skip breakfast whenever that falls for you, whether you are day shift or night shift, just don't skip the fuel. That is humongous. And we live in a culture that says skip meals, fast, don't eat, diet. But the answer for more energy is food. It's so simple. Honestly, this should have been number one. But food is what gives you energy. It's, it's like a classic A and B scenario. There's no in between. To have energy, you need fuel. <laughs> Very basic. And breakfast, the first meal of the day, whenever that is for you, is often one of the most important meals. And I, I know we have all the classic advertising for this and that's pushed by the you know, breakfast companies that are making a ton of money and they you know, preach this breakfast is the most important meal of the day type deal. But it's really about fueling your body properly and giving it what it needs. So before a shift, eating is so vital to have energy throughout that shift. I don't know how many nurses I've run into that don't eat before they come to work and then they get sucked into work and they just don't eat until it's lunchtime. And they're complaining about it the whole time because they feel like crap, but they still don't change the idea that they don't eat before work. They, they continue to fast, essentially, even in, unintentionally before they come in. And I know we're all tired in the morning and we're trying to get as much sleep as possible. And so the answer to that, if that is your barrier there, is to prepare your meals ahead of time. It's to be ready to go, have quick options in the morning. It doesn't have to be complicated. I'm not telling you you need to make a 12-course meal for breakfast. It's as simple as eating a bar on the way to work. If you are currently eating nothing, I would rather you pick up a protein bar or piece of fruit with some nut butter or something simple for yourself. This goes such a long way. And this is true throughout the day. This is why I preach to you so much that we need to prioritize our meals and snacks as healthcare workers. You are working really hard on your shifts. So you need fuel to do that. Stop avoiding it and stop depriving yourself because you're going to be tired. It's no wonder you're tired. Nurses run on caffeine and they starve themselves essentially the entire shift. And you wonder why you have these like highs and lows, these surges of energy when the caffeine hits and then the crashes and feeling like garbage with the headache and being tired and almost falling asleep. And then you drink more caffeine and then you crash again. It's just a constant yo-yo cycle that's just not healthy for you. So food and consistent food is the answer 
for energy. You need to fuel your body with good stuff that's going to keep you fuller for longer, complex carbohydrates and fiber and protein and fat and all the good stuff that's going to keep you going. I want you to prioritize that. So for you, if you do not eat before you go to work this week, I want you to just prepare a couple meals for yourself before a shift and see how it feels. There are so many options nowadays that make this convenient and simple. Number three is more water and less alcohol. This is kind of a two-in-one and another one that's going to piss everyone off because I know you come here for the easy answers. You don't want me to tell you to drink more water and drink less alcohol, but that's the answer. (laughs) More water goes a long way for so many things. Just drink more water and tons of areas of your life will improve. And I am not one to say that you need to drink just pure water all the time. I think so many people preach that it has to be just plain old water and you can't do anything to your water. I don't think that's true because all you're doing is adding nutrients. If you're adding fruit, for example, to your water, or if you're choosing to drink tea, yes, it comes with some caffeine. So consider that you might pee a little bit more and you might need to consume a little bit more water. But honestly, that amount is typically pretty negligible. So there's a ton of ways to get more water, but that focus goes so far. So drinking more water improves your everything, your energy production in general, because when you're more dehydrated, you're more fatigued. It's one of the symptoms of dehydration. So just drinking more water is going to make you feel better because you won't be dehydrated. But also the other symptoms of dehydration and chronic dehydration just bring your energy down further. So, so many of us deal with chronic headaches and just general fatigue or stomach aches, other issues that are related to us not drinking enough water. So improving your water consumption would improve these symptoms in general, which you'd feel more energized because you'd feel less like garbage. So drinking more water is a huge goal for all of us. And it's way easier said than done. I, I get, Don't get me wrong. I am not the queen of this. I often am not drinking enough water but I notice how I feel when I don't. I notice the headaches. I notice the digestion issues. I notice the issues with sleep and skin and all of the other cascade of problems that come from chronic dehydration. So drinking more water is humongous. And at the same time, drinking less of another substance is also helpful, and that is alcohol. That is the other side of the nurse spectrum. We drink a shit ton of caffeine all shift, and then we go home and we drink alcohol to sleep. We just go through this constant roller coaster. And again, I am not here to tell you to not drink any alcohol. I like alcohol. I think it's fun. So <laughs> I'm not here to tell you to abstain, but I'm here to tell you to think about how much and how often you are consuming alcohol and why you are consuming it. Because sometimes we form habits around alcohol a substance like alcohol that become really unhealthy. Even though our our relationship with alcohol normally might be okay, when we start to use it just to wind down and just to go to sleep, it becomes so habit-forming that we start to feel like we can't sleep or can't relax without the alcohol. Plus, on top of that, 
alcohol interferes with the quality of your sleep. So many of us think we need alcohol in order to sleep well, especially during the day. If you were working night shift, it can be really challenging. So we think, oh, I'll drink and that'll help me sleep. It may help you fall asleep initially, but you're you're really just like passing out essentially. But more than likely, you will wake up more frequently and the quality and the deepness of that sleep will be impacted negatively. Tons of studies on this that alcohol interferes with the quality of your sleep. And so then you're just going to wake up the next morning dehydrated on top of everything else and more tired because of the dehydration and because of the lack of quality sleep. When you don't get enough deep sleep, you're more tired and you have less energy. It's a simple equation, but one that we often don't think about when we're making choices about what we're consuming. So just try and consider how often you're drinking, how much you're drinking, and whether you're drinking enough water in comparison to your alcohol and caffeine consumption. Because that is a lot of our consumption as as nurses and healthcare workers. We drink a lot of caffeine and we drink a lot of alcohol sometimes. I know this is not applied to all of us, but if you are someone who consumes alcohol, just consider this idea. If you are constantly reaching for the alcohol to, to help you relax or help you sleep. Number four has to do with your alarm clock and your habits of waking up in the morning. And this is all about snoozing. Everyone's favorite thing to do. We all do it. I know it is not easy to not snooze, especially once you form the habit of snoozing. And I still do very often. It's something I constantly am working on, but it's it's not something that's easy to get rid of, especially once you form the habit. But snoozing interferes with your your sleep cycle as well it's in such a negative way that most people who snooze have much less energy and have more issues with their energy and their mood throughout the day because they've disturbed their sleep so much. And this is just consistent because every single morning you're doing the same thing. And so you're just constantly sleep deprived and constantly feeling like crap. And not only is this an issue because it's messing with your sleep cycle, But I don't know about you, but I feel like crap when I snooze through what I planned on doing that morning. I feel like crap. So if I thought I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. because I'm going to not feel rushed tomorrow morning and I'm going to have time to make my lunch and I'm going to have time to, you know, take my dog for a walk or fit in 15 minutes of exercise or just have time to do my makeup or whatever you thought you were going to be able to do that morning when you put in your head that I'm going to wake up at 5 the moment you just continuously snooze, you then are starting your day off with a loss. Then you're already breaking a promise to yourself. You already feel rushed and disappointed and guilty because of the choice that you made. So then you are then you really crushed your energy on top of what it's already doing to your sleep cycle. Now you've already set yourself up for a loss. So this week, just try to avoid snoozing at least once or twice a week and see how you feel. I know I feel so much better when I don't snooze. Now that's easier said than done, but you can try and use some tools to help you. There are really great alarm clocks that exist today that you can just download for free. I like the Alarmy app. That one's really great because you can, if you pay for the premium version, you have a lot more options, but essentially it gives you something to do, like a task that you have to do when you wake up. So it helps you actually wake up your brain to, in order to turn the alarm off. So that alarm keeps going until you figure it out. So for me, the best one that helped me was it has one that you have to take a picture of your sink or whatever you choose. So for me, I chose like my bathroom sink. So I had to get out of bed physically 
and take a picture of the sink in order for the alarm to stop. And it also is smart enough to know when you just like turn your phone off or try and avoid it in those ways. So the Alarmy app can be really helpful in waking up in the morning without snoozing, even though you don't feel like doing it in the moment. It always feels better once you're up. Um, There are like sunrise alarm clocks. Those can be helpful. Putting your phone in a different area of the house if that it works for you is also really helpful. Um, So you have to get up to turn it off. Essentially giving yourself a task when you wake up sometimes is the best way to get you out of bed. So try some of those things this week. The last thing I want to talk about is magnesium. One nutrient that I know is helpful for energy production in general um, and also for quality sleep. So spoiler, three of the things on this list or more honestly have to do with better quality sleep because better quality sleep is often the answer to better energy during the day even though it's like the least sexy answer for you it is not some weird fat burner pill that gives you 5,000 milligrams of caffeine and whatever else you think might give you more energy the answer is better sleep and more fuel really (laughs) so the last one magnesium is involved in so much when it comes to energy that it's a no-brainer for many of us. And if you are engaging in certain practices like taking birth control, your absorption of magnesium is impacted negatively. So you are less able to absorb magnesium. So for a lot of women, especially who are on birth control or other medications that can impact your absorption of magnesium. So you may be deficient without even realizing it. So adding in some magnesium may be helpful for you. Magnesium is important for the production of ATP, which is involved in energy production. Um, It also is involved in converting glucose into energy, which is key for energy. So very important in the body. And also magnesium is has a big role in your sleep and the quality of your sleep. And so supplementing can improve your sleep and improve your energy throughout the day. If you do choose to supplement your magnesium, make sure that you're reaching for magnesium uh, glycinate or magnesium carbonate, not magnesium citrate, because magnesium citrate can make you go to the bathroom. Essentially, that is what is the main ingredient in things like Metamucil. So just be careful with what magnesium you are choosing, because I don't want you to take it, especially if you're taking it before bed, and then have to get up in the middle of the night because you have to use the bathroom. That is not going to be helpful for your sleep quality or your energy. But a lot of people like to reach for magnesium before they go to sleep because it can improve the quality of your sleep. That's when I like to take it. Um, And it can go a long way in improving the quality of your sleep in a natural way rather than reaching for alcohol or sleep medications or things like melatonin chronically, which can have some negative impacts over time. So magnesium is a great way to supplement your sleep quality and help your energy production throughout the day. Okay, so as always, I could go on and on and talk about this topic forever. There are a million keys to energy production, and we'll continue to talk about energy because it is certainly a hot topic in healthcare. But I hope that this episode was helpful for giving you a few things that you could try this week that are natural, that are not involving more caffeine, that might help you have some more energy throughout your shifts and throughout your day and and your off days, right? We need energy when we are outside of work so that we can do the things we love because if we're just exhausted on our days off, what are we really doing with our lives? We're just working and sleeping and that feels like the worst thing ever. So let's try and improve our energy on shift and off shift. So 
big things, movement in some form on and off of work, movement, fuel, so eating enough food, making sure that you're not skipping meals, having more water and less alcohol, no more snoozing, and more magnesium. Those are five easy, simple things that you could try this week to improve your energy without adding more caffeine. You don't have to subtract it, but let's add some more things to our routine that help us stay awake and serve our patients better and serve ourselves better outside of work. At the end of the day, I am rooting for you. Keep going and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way, we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.